If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Calling all real estate investors, especially short-term rental investors, if you are looking to invest your money in owning a short-term rental, but you don't know where to buy, I have a hot tip for you. Kentucky and the Carolinas are a great place. And even with the rising popularity of short-term rentals, these markets continue to thrive. In fact, I'm looking to buy one in these areas as we speak, and I'm going to use Savvy Realty to help me with that transaction. Savvy Realty is an STR-specific real estate brokerage. Not only do they know the best places to buy in the areas that I already mentioned, but their hosts and co-hosts themselves of successful short-term rental properties. They know what it takes to turn a simple property into a big investment without wasting time or resources along the way. Whether you want to flip a house, rent your own home, or turn a brand new property into a profitable business, Savvy Realty and their agents can help you figure out what type of STR investment is right for you. Tyler Kuhn is the founder of Savvy Realty, and he and his team will consider everything from the overall look to the age of the home, the distance to transit hubs, and other major factors that you may not have considered. So if you want to make sure the return on your dollar is maximized as much as possible, then follow the link in the show notes to book your next one-on-one discovery call with Savvy Realty. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me, my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community, you get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course, and maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Welcome in. And guys, I am so freaking stoked about today's episode. This is going to be a fun one with Jesse Vasquez. Jesse and I met a couple of years ago on Clubhouse and he was in Modesto. I'm in Fresno. So we're only like an hour and a half away from each other. And we said, hey, we got to stay connected. We ended up becoming pretty good friends. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is we didn't actually meet in person until just about a month ago here in Fresno, but I loved what Jesse was doing at the time with healthcare professionals and housing them for midterm rentals. And I knew he was really getting a lot of leads just because he was in the healthcare profession. And I was kind of thinking to myself, well, yeah, that's a nice niche for you because, you know, you've got those relationships, but man, he has completely dialed this thing in to where anyone can do this. Anyone can go on to these platforms like Indeed and LinkedIn and Furnish Finder and Airbnb and find all of these leads and not have to negotiate prices with all of these nurses, but he's going straight to the source for the people that are actually locating the nurses and paying for them. And, and that is so powerful. And that's how he's getting crazy net profits. Like some of his places after expenses are $4,000 a month. 
He's got a few of those places that have nurses in there for 90 days at a time or even more. And man, I'm just seeing this as an opportunity for all of you to say, hey, you know what? There's maybe some things in your market that are not letting you do short-term rentals. For example, Southern California has a lot of regulations. What if you could do 30-day rentals or longer? Or hey, our short-term rental occupancy and rates are down. What if you could, instead of doing that, go to midterm rentals and have the top rates for midterm rentals? There's so many opportunities here. I'm so excited about it that I'm actually doing some stuff with Jesse because I'm like, hey, dude, we got to do some of this stuff together. We got to work together on this. And so for that reason, I'm really excited for you to get exposed to this. And if you are serious about getting in with Jesse and getting connected with him and having him as one of your go-tos in your business. We're going to give you an opportunity to be able to do that and get educated by Jesse. So let's get to it right now with Jesse Vazquez here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and uh, we are going live in our Six Figure Formula group. For those of you that are not part of the Six Figure Formula yet, you are missing out. Make sure to go check it out. FearlessKyle.com forward slash 6FF where you get to actually ask our podcast guest questions at the end of the podcast. And that's what we're doing right now here with Jesse Vasquez. Jesse, dude, I am excited. And I know we had you on our podcast. Man, it must have been like a, a year Ooh. and a half ago. I think you were like seven or eight units. Over two and, years ago. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, catch us up really quick because back then you were at like seven or eight units. You yeah. were considering leaving the healthcare <laughs> industry. Like, yeah. where are you at now? Dude, I left. I remember, Kyle, you said to me, you're like, I'm excited to see where you're going in, two years ago. And I was like, thinking about that, I was like, yeah, I'm excited to see where I'm going too. And you told me like, I'm gonna, I expect big things from you when you leave. And I left my W-2 job, you guys, in uh, on July 17th, 2021, last year, 2020. Is 20, we're in 2022? Yeah. yeah. Last year, July 17th. I don't even know what year we're in anymore. It's fine, um, isn't it? I know, man. And uh, yeah, I left my W-2 job. I was making 200K a year, had golden handcuffs. I loved the job. Actually, I didn't love it at all. It was awful. And um, but I had I was making so much good, so much money that I was like, I'm stuck here. And finally, I just decided one day I went into work and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And that was it, man. Everything just 10x since I left. So it was one of those things where I was nervous, but scared and nervous at the same time. But it was I was excited about leaving. You sure. and and Michael Crockett, I know, you know, Michael, you two were were kind of similar to me. I kind of felt like for almost a year, I was like, why are why are you guys still in your jobs? Like you could be just like killing it if you go full time. And once you guys did, that's when we really I, I've seen the growth. I mean, not just not just have you been able to almost fully pivot into this awesome exit strategy of uh, midterm rentals, but you've grown your portfolio along the way too. You're at what yeah. about 22 now? 22. Yeah. 22 units now. Yeah. 22. So we're, we're getting up there, man. It's, it's, it's happening quick. Um, I've been able to buy a lot more stuff. So it's just been a quick trajectory of it's that it's, it's being scared of leaving your W2. It's, it's that unknown that, that really scares people. And that's what scared yeah. me. And then once I did it, it was just, that was it, man. It was all, you know, you just go all in. It's, it's one of those things that you have to like mentally switch and prepare yourself to do. And I'm glad I did. And thanks for the the support on that way. Of course, man. I mean, you got big aspirations and I, and I saw very quickly just with everything you were doing to the types of places you were getting that it was going to happen eventually. You you use the word fear though. I mean, we got to talk about that, right? Like, what were what were the fears of leaving? That you mentioned the golden handcuffs, the full time job. Like, what was going through your mind? Yeah, well, I was making two hundred k a year, man. It's so like for to live in the valley. I'm in Modesto, you guys. Like making two hundred k. That's like the dream job. Um, and I was driving to the Bay Area back and forth, so that's that's you know that sucks. But for me, 
I was scared of not being able to supply for my family. I mean, everybody out there now that has a family, like you don't have that income coming in. What are you going to do? You know? So that's what really scared me was just like the unknown factor. What if, you know, what if scenario, what if this doesn't work? Yeah. And how did you get over that? I just did it. Like I just one day went into work and was like, I'm just going to go all in on this. Like I knew that I had something that was good and I just boom, all in. And I just, I just kind of jumped in, man. I didn't really think too much in it. I just, I just did it, you know? That's awesome. So going back like almost two years ago, we met on Clubhouse and yeah. you were talking a lot about how, you know, you weren't really solely putting all your eggs into the Airbnb basket because you were in the health industry and you were like, hey, I'm finding connections and being able to do these midterm rentals. And you found something at that time that was really unique and not a lot of people were talking about. So can you just talk about what, what that niche is and what that looks like in your business? Yeah. So I worked in healthcare, you guys, for many years, um, 18 years to be exact. I know I look like I'm 12, but if I took this hat <laughs> off, you guys could see all the gray hair that I got going on here. I just have a good, good genetics with the skin, I guess. I'm just messing. But yeah, man, I worked in healthcare and I saw the way the contracts work. All the healthcare clinicians that I was working with, not all of them, but a big majority of them were actually travel nurses. And I was in Modesto and you have this too, Kyle over in Fresno. And these clinicians come in for 30 to 69 days at a time. And I talked to them on the floors and I'm like, holy crap, there's so much opportunity. I talked to one gal, her name was Barbara, and she worked as a, as a nurse, right? And she had a Midwestern accent. She said things like, oh, don't you know? And she was from Fargo. <laughs> she had this like beautiful accent. We don't hear that here in California. And I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm a travel nurse. And I was like, where are you staying? Motel 6 is what she told oh me. Oh my gosh, yeah. How much are you paying? And, and she said 3000 a month. And at that time, this was 2015, you guys. I'm like, holy crap, I'm missing something right here. I need to do this. My first property I ever bought was for travel medical professionals. Mm -hmm. And I went and got a contract with Doctors Medical Center. And that's how it kind of started was that whole process back in 2015, you know, being in the healthcare industry and seeing the opportunity. There's just not enough clinicians to meet the demand uh, for patients. And this is not a post-pandemic story either, you guys. This is like, this has been happening for years. And I know midterm rentals are becoming like a thing now. This has been around for a long time. Kyle, you probably had this happen when you first started Airbnb as well. Like you'd get these like people oh, yeah. staying with you for 90 days at a time. And the thing with this is, Kyle, and before I cut you, you're probably going to go in this direction. When we get those bookings, like we don't think about them. We're just like, oh, cool. We get this like 90 day booking. This is awesome. And that's where you miss out. That's where you're not like doing the due diligence to really figure out how to make this work. And we'll dive into that here in a second. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's super intriguing for me. So what is that, that due diligence? What are you referring to? Yeah. So when you get a healthcare clinician come in, ask them who their recruiters are. Ask mm -hmm. them what agency they're working with. Call your hospital and um, find out what level hospital you have. So like there's level one, level two, they're like high intensive. Have you guys seen Grey's Anatomy? I'm sure some of you guys have. It was only like the biggest show ever. That's what a level one, level two hospitals are like high trauma, a lot of doctors. It's, it's a lot of activity going on. Typically, those hospitals have a lot of clinicians that come in and out. So those are, those are good to have. But level three, level four, those are more of like rural hospitals. That's not a bad thing. But um, those level one and twos that you have a lot of people coming in and out of them. There's a lot of clinicians always kind of inter, 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 you know, interchangeable in those, in those spaces. Awesome. So tell me again the name. You're asking for who right off the bat? Was it the recruiter? Yeah. You want to know who the recruiter is. You want to know what agency they work for. Then you're going to pick okay. up the phone and just call that agency. You're going to call that recruiter. And if the nurse say a nurse, Barbara gave you that information, you're going to call that recruiter and you're going to say, Hey, Barbara just gave me your information. This is how we do things, or this is what, how I operate. And mm -hmm. you're going to have that instant credibility. If they don't answer the phone that way, guess what you do? You got that first and last name. You go on LinkedIn, you type in their name on LinkedIn. Boom. Um, you know, Janet Smith, AMN healthcare. Hey, Barbara gave me your information. I just want to touch base with you. How many of you guys have got emails from somebody that it's just random email? You don't, you don't, you don't pay attention to it. But imagine if I emailed you and said, hey, Kyle, gave me your information. Guess what happens then? Instant credibility. That person is going to read that email. 
That's how this works. It all goes back to sales, you guys. It's all sales driven. That's how you build a business. And you don't want to just get the one-off nurses because majority of the time, clinicians are very uh, frugal. They mm -hmm. don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a unit, but the agencies will actually pay. And that's where you, that's where the magic starts to happen when you find the agencies that are actually paying for the clinicians. That, and that's exactly what I was going to ask because, you know, for us, you know, we're on Furnish Finders, we're on Airbnb, we're on VRBO. And anytime we have a nurse that hits us up, first thing they're doing, hey, because I'm staying for 90 days, will you give me yeah. a discount, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's all, honestly, that's why I stayed away from getting on Furnish Finders for a while because I was yeah. like, I don't want to deal with like haggling and negotiating prices. Yep. But that was what stuck out to me so much when you and I first started talking about this was you're going straight to the recruiter who's going to pay for them. Now, would you say all recruiters are doing that or only like a certain type or what? Yeah. Uh, yeah go, go for it. Yeah, you got to filter through it. So there's yeah. there's there's two things that I do. I like to buy properties or get arbitrage properties that have more than two rooms because I can house two clinicians and that pay you're going to get paid more doing that. But you got to find the agencies that are actually doing this. And not all agencies do this. So that's why you got to just call and find out. Once you build relationships with one agency, that's where the that's where you start to actually like truly build a business because that one company can supply you with, you know, a ton of clinicians that are coming in and out. So once those relationships are built, that's where you are going to have longevity with it. You know, you have a long roadway. It's not just like a one-off onesie, one nurse here. You build that relationship with the actual person. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'll say this, you know, I kind of dabbled in this a couple of years ago and, yeah. you know, I'll just be honest, it wasn't a priority for me. We were getting 90% yeah. booked on Airbnb. So for that reason, I was like, all right, whether I get a nurse in here or not, it's really not going to matter. Now, this has become a lot more of a priority for us. And for anyone listening out there, you, this should be a priority for you too. And Jesse has an amazing course. If you actually go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach, www.fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach, you can see Jesse's entire course and what it's all about and what you're going to get with it. And I know he's getting amazing results for his students. And that's the great thing about this, right? Like you make one relationship and you can have bookings for years and years and years to come. My wife actually has one unit in or five units in Madeira. Mm -hmm. And she actually got one of these recruiters that found her on Airbnb. And now like every day he's sending her, Hey, I've got one for eight grand for the next 60 days. Let me yeah. put them at this one bedroom. But that's what I want to ask about, because yeah. you just said that you like to look for two bedroom or, or bigger. Yeah. The big thing that I'm thinking of is like, if I'm a nurse, I'm usually looking for a studio or one bedroom. With these recruiters, it sounds like they'll assign them to bedrooms instead of units. Do you ever have personality issues? Do you ever have people that are like, hey, I want out. I don't like living with this person. What is that like? No, it's mainly when you have the two bedrooms, it's people coming in groups. So they have like clinicians that are traveling mm. together. Mm. A lot of millennials now that are nurses travel in groups. They'll go bust their ass for three to six months, like, you know, working in Modesto, and then they'll go to Bali for a month. So you see a lot of these like nurses that are traveling in groups. So you'll have a family that'll come. You'll have a doctor in their family. You'll have two nurses. You'll have a husband, wife, you know, team. So the bedrooms are going to be important because you can house more people and you can also pivot in the short term if you need to. And I'm all about pivoting, having exit strategies. And that's exactly what you need to think about when you're investing. That's what an intuitive investor does. So that's kind of my mindset going into it. But the larger rooms for me, it just gives me more, um, you know, options. I can house more people. I can, you know, it's more heads and beds on the Airbnb side, right? But it's also beneficial for the midterm side because a lot of clinicians do travel in groups. You only have one bedroom that you're only going to be able to supply that one person. Give me some numbers here. What is a typical contract look like and what yeah. is like the, one of the best contracts you've ever gotten 
Yeah. So I've got a contracts right now. I'm at SO for 6K for a three bedroom, two bath. My mortgage is $1,500 a month. I'm all in at two grand. I'm cash flowing 4K. We have five of those filled right now in Modesto. So just off that alone, Kyle, do the math on that. Dude. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And this is not even c- counting the insurance side of things. We do a lot of insurance, you know, ALE solutions, stuff like that. We get a lot of uh, on that end. But the healthcare side, again, these are contracts that are built since 2016, 2017. So they're years already in the making. Yeah. You know, it takes time. And the cool thing about the contracts is that and the relationships is that you can build over time. Like I was mentioning a while ago, I have a guy named Michael with AMN. He'll call me and say, hey, Jess, you have places in Bakersfield. That's an area that people are looking to invest. That we, need, we need places there. There's just yeah. problems. Uh, Lodi, that's how I got invested in Lodi. That's what they mentioned in Lodi too. So there's certain places you get to build these relationships. They'll tell you where they're going. They'll wow. tell you where the need is. So then you can go you know, meet that demand. So that's what I, what I really love about this, you know, business to business model is that at the end of the day, we're not reliant Kyle on a um, platform to supply us an algorithm to change, to wipe our business out. Like this is where you build your actual business and you have a relationship with somebody. So let me just give you a little quick example. So anybody that does call a company, what I do is I try to set up a meeting. So I'll say, Hey, I want to just go over a few properties. I'm, you know, I have properties in Modesto or Oakland or whatnot. And I'll actually call, there's a beautiful thing called um, Instacart, right? You guys all hear, heard of that, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So I'll get every single clinic or every recruiter's name that's in that office. I'll get their name. I'll find out what their favorite Starbucks drink is, how hot it is, uh, how many mocha lattes they like. And then I'll order that food and I'll have a Zoom call with them. How many people are going to go out and actually truly do that? Like wow. nobody's going to do that. That's cool. So I get a I get a list of every single person, their favorite drinks, their email addresses, and I'm building a relationship on a 10 minute Zoom call where they're getting their coffee. Like nobody else is ever going to do anything like that. So these are the kind of things you got to think about. You got to be intuitive. And this is old school sales, man. That's what I did at my W2 job before I was in sales. I was in the healthcare sales division for 18 years. And this is exactly what we did. So it's kind of that concept, except we're bringing it virtual. And I'm able to do the same things that I would do if I was in there, you know, door knocking. I'm doing this virtually. So I implore everybody now listening to this. If you want to build a business, you have to think about those little things because that's what's going to set you apart from every single other person. Wow. That's gold right there. You know, I mean, a lot of people, what they'll do is just send a gift card, which is like, okay, that's cool. But you're literally... Yeah, if that for sure. Mm-hmm. All I can think of right now is the uh, the Michael Scott office episode where he tries to win back everyone's <laughs> business with with food baskets. Food baskets, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's so good, man. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings, and when demand is low. It will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership? That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. I want to pivot here for just a second. You have, you said 22 Mm -hmm. properties. Give us the breakdown. Owned arbitrage co-hosting. Yeah, I own 11 and those are, I would say eight of them are midterm and the other three are short-term and I pivot. So I do kind of like a a mixture, a hybrid model is what I call it. I'll do short-term rentals for during the good seasons. 
mm-hmm. which is summer here. And then I'll switch over to midterm during the, the cold season, which is winter here. And sometimes I'll do it all year round. It just depends. We're allocating properties now. But I am probably, Kyle, about 60% midterm rentals and the 40% Airbnb. Like, so my, that's what my mixture is looking like. And I eventually want to be like 80, 90% midterm and only 10% Airbnb. Uh, I co-host for other people too. And those are short-term rentals. We're not counting those, just my, what I, you know, what I have on my yeah. own. Well, and, and I want to go into the operations of midterm versus short-term yeah. here in a second, but all right. So you own 11 and then what about arbitrage and co-hosting? We have uh, nine, I think now, or 10 right around there. Um, I arbitrage four. I have them in Berkeley and in Oakland. Um, and we got a contract with UCSF. Um, so that's why I, I picked those places up there. I like that because you have to pivot quickly. And I got the I got the contract from an agency and they said, hey, we need places in Oakland. Can you do that? I went to Oakland, got two places right away, made it four. And now we're supplying those guests all the time. We're making a couple grand per unit there, um, which is pretty awesome. And that's the great thing about this is that you can have somebody that says, hey, Kyle, I need I need I have more business for you. Can you scale quickly? And us yeah. as operators, like that's what we do with arbitrage. Like we have the ability to scale. Keep in mind, you guys, this business, you're going to be occupied literally 100 percent of the time, especially if you're going in business and business. So if your place is occupied, what are you going to do if you get more, you know, you get more referrals? You can't do anything. So you have to be able to scale or build a network within your community. So like if I was in Fresno, I'd say, Kyle, I don't have anything available right now. Here's AMN Healthcare. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to be helping that recruiter. And then Kyle's obviously going to get a booking, too. So I'd be like, hey, Kyle, shoot me 500 bucks, man. Here's a referral fee. So then he's got his place booked. He's making some money, some good money off of it. And then I get to take care and supply on that back end. So this is kind of like a communal thing, unless you have like a mass scale of amount of properties. That's, and that's what I love about it is that you're able to help other people out, help the community by having a clinician come in. Plus, we're making a couple bucks here and there. But you got to be able to scale quickly in this model because you only need four guests a year, Kyle, 90 days at a time. Yeah. Talk about Airbnb. We, you flip four people in like a day, man. You give all the units you have. So, I mean, right. I, and and that's that you answered my exact question. My question was going to be, have you actually found contracts so that will be like, hey, go get more places so that you can literally go to them. That's one thing that Noble Crawford talks about a lot is he'll actually get the contract. He'll go to the owner. He'll say, here, look, I have these contracts and these are the people that are going to stay at your house. Um, mm-hmm. So good to see that you're doing that too. Yeah. I'm just thinking in my head right now, like, and this is what entrepreneurs do, right? We think about problems and how can we solve them? So, the big yeah. problem that a lot of people are having, and I'm sure you're seeing this as well, is it's slow season. It's we're in the middle of or the beginning of a recession. Airbnb has changed a lot of things about how to get searched uh, and they still remain the most popular platform. Yep. Um, plus, you know, the uh, the holiday hangover, like I like to call it before <laughs> and after the holidays, it's just yeah. slower. Right. And so a lot of our co-hosting gigs that usually were making four or five thousand dollars a month and then after they pay us and then after they pay all their utilities, right, they might be pocketing twenty five hundred dollars. That, you know, that used to be 3,000, used to be 3,500. Now it's more like 2,500. And a lot of owners are saying to us, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, we're kind of starting to slip a little bit. If I could bring this model into my business and have these almost guaranteed relationships and contracts, I could go to all my owners and say, hey, you know what? Instead of you only making 2,500 a month, let me arbitrage this from you instead. I'll give you 3,000. Mm-hmm. And then I get to start building these relationships. The owner wins because they're making more money and they don't have to worry about all the expenses. I'll take on the expenses. But if I get a $6,000 contract, now instead of me taking 25% of that as a co-hosting deal, I can take 2000 2500 after expenses as an arbitrage. So, I mean, just selfishly, bro, I'm motivated to get <laughs> into this. I just need to make some time for it. So like, yeah. let's talk about that for a second. How much time did it take you to build these relationships? And is it just an ongoing effort? 
Yeah. You got to stay consistent with these people. Yeah. It mm. took, it takes a lot of intensive work ahead of time. So if you want to build a business like this, you got to spend four or five hours a week, like building it, you know, you have to. Um, but like I said, all you need is that one. And then once you have that one referral or that one agency, that's where you continue to build. But it, this is out of sight, out of mind. If you're not staying in front of them, you're going to be forgotten. That's why I like do little things to make sure that they remember me, you know, have the lunches, the meetings, send them stuff. You got to, you have to do that kind of stuff. You got to keep them on a Rolodex. We use MailChimp. We'll send out emails weekly. Hey, new property that we have, this property is going to become available. So we'll blast that out to all of our, you know, 60 network that are 60 agencies that are in our network that have already used us. And we'll continue to kind of uh, cultivate that relationship. You have to, that's, that's how this business is. It's not business to business is about solving problems, just like you mentioned ago. And if you're not in front of them, solving issues or problems, you're going to be forgotten. So you have to stay in front of them. I'm kind but of thinking easy. about, yeah, well, it's just, it's just about consistency and effort, right? And, and what I'm thinking about is, you know, I, I'd love to be able to start these relationships myself, but then be able to hand them off to my team and say, okay, this is now your go-to person. Do you any, do anything like that? Yep. Yeah. So we have a back-end team that literally does all that stuff now. I'm kind of like the forefront of the relationship and then mm. they do all the stuff on the back end. So they'll data mine, grab information, talk to recruiters, talk to the clinicians that are coming in the market. And you can all get these, you guys can all get this information from Furnish Finder. It's, it's on there. All the nurses that are coming into your market show on there. Yeah. They're unmatched leads. You just literally call every unmatched lead and you say, hey, Barb, uh, my name's Jesse. I own a company here in the Central Valley. I want to help clinicians just like you come in. Have you found a property yet? No. Yes. Okay, cool. Who's your, what agency do you work with? Do you mind me asking uh, what her name is, what the recruiter's name is? And you start just like, literally what I would do next is go on LinkedIn, find that recruiter, find that agency, start building my network around that company. Mm. It's not rocket science, you guys. Like this is not like, some, this has been around for years and years and years. It's very simple and, and very easy to understand. It's just kind of putting the work in. That's what you have to do. It's like, you're going to make these calls and you're, it's not going to go anywhere. And you got to continue to do the calls. You got to continue to make this, those phone calls. Pace Morby says something that I love, Kyle. He says, it's not in the hello. It's in the hello again that we make money in this business. That's exactly the concept that you need to have. It's like that continual phone call, yeah. that continual reaching out, that continuing to connect. If you're consistent at one thing, it's like, it's hard to fail, especially in this business. You just got to be consistent with it. I need to give a shout out right now. Tashiana is commenting. Yes. She said, you all need to listen. This is dope. So, <laughs> I, I'm Tashiana. telling you, man, like your, your stuff is, and no one else is doing this, dude. Like dude, you, no. you, have, you have a major, major niche that people are going to be taking. You're going to become the Pace Morby of, of Airbnb. Like, <laughs> you uh, know? No, no, not of Airbnb. Yeah, of midterm rental. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I get so used yeah. to saying Airbnb. Yeah. All right, yeah. I got a question. Would this be a good idea? We have all these nurses. Obviously, they're staying with us right now. We'll go back to them while they're staying with us and ask the question of who's your recruiter. Would you go back if you were in my shoes? Would you go back and mine all the people that we have hosted in the past and say, "Hey, I know you already stayed with us. You coming back to Fresno? Oh, by the way, who was your recruiter? Yep. Anything like that?" Yep. You can do that. And I'll give you something right now. This is something I shared in my masterclass. You guys are going to some of my hidden stuff. Nice. Everybody right now that's listening to this live, go on indeed.com. And Kyle, you could do this with me right now. Type in Fresno, California and type in travel or uh, registered nurse or travel registered nurse. Right. Now click search and watch how many leads are going to come up right here. You guys wow. go down to the bottom and just see how many pages you have of this. Oh my goodness. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, wow. Yeah. So wow. every single one of these companies right now, you can even find the recruiter, Kyle, that's hiring. And all you literally got to do is click on that. And now you know what agency to call. You might have the recruiter to call. This is how you find out what the demand is in your market, too. If you're like, what does the travel nursing demand look like? 439 listed here. That's crazy. Exactly. So anybody that says, I don't know who to call or I haven't, I, I've called places and nobody's answering. 
dude, you're not doing the work. And if you go back up, you probably only search by 10 miles or 20 miles. You didn't even search like a further, further distance. Probably not. 25 now, miles. Now who's posting this, the recruiters or the nurses? The recruiters. So this is where you find, this is like uh -huh. data mining. This is what I call data mining. This is how you exactly. actually find the agency. So trusted health, boom, that's a phone call. Hey, my name is Kyle Stanley. I own 50 billion agents, company or houses in Fresno, right, Kyle? Because that's what you have out there is 50 billion. Yeah. <laughs> and he literally- Exact number. <laughs> I know, I knew it. I knew that was a number, dude. But um, yeah, so like, that's how you do it, you guys. Like, it's not rocket science. It's just putting in the work, making the phone calls, connecting with the agencies. I always talk to people, Kyle, they're like, yeah, I tried calling a couple companies and they said they don't do it. And I was like, well, how many people did you call? Guess what they'll say, Kyle? Two or three. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, you got to 10x that. Like you got to yeah. put in the work. It's not going to, if this was easy, like literally everybody would be doing it. Right. Plus people don't really know about it, but there's such another opportunity here, especially if you're in a city that's regulated and you're in a city that has a lot of Airbnbs or there's a lot of midterm rentals, you'll be that 1% by actually truly going after an agency and building a real business. And not only that, Kyle, if I ever wanted to sell my business, guess what I'm able to sell? I'm able to sell my properties and, and guess what else I can sell? Relationships. And my relationships. Yeah. And guess how much those relationships are worth? Valuable or invaluable. They're, you can't put a price on that. Relationships are the new currency, my friends. Yeah. That is what's going to take you from point A to point B for a long freaking time is yeah. relationships. It's not about making the dollar today. It's about spreading that out over the next 10 years. And that's what relationships do for you. I mean, just right now, looking at the comments here, like I know Tashiana is in Atlanta. Kimberly, she's in San Diego. Awesome like, market. I love it. Yeah, which is great. But awesome for midterm, right? Because San Diego is moving over to a lottery system where you're okay. like, I mean, I could have owned a short-term rental for the last 10 years in San Diego and boom, tomorrow it's gone because I, my, you know, my hat or my name didn't get pulled out of the hat. Yeah. And then Tashiana being in Atlanta, I know you can only have two registered in your name at a time. So let's go out and do 30 day plus and not have to even look at getting a license for it. Now, it. with that being said, of course, make sure if you're managing for other people, if you're doing co-hosting, that you're looking into your laws in your state, 30 day mm -hmm. plus typically means you have to be a property manager for a lot of different areas. So um, yeah, man, yeah. Paul in, in Los Angeles, uh, Deborah in Seattle, like, yeah, I mean, Beautiful. there's all of these Perfect. that are highly regulated, all the right people listening in right now. So, yeah. all right, guys, like we don't have to beat the dead horse here, Jesse, I, I do want to, I do yeah. want to ask one last question. I want you to think about this while I'm kind of uh, pumping you out there right now, but you know, what's one thing, think about this for a second. What's one thing that we didn't, that I didn't ask, we didn't talk about that you think is important for people to know while you're thinking about that www.fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach. All you have to do is click on Jesse. He's got a nice little eight, nine minute video that shows everything about his course, what you're going to learn and how this can literally, you get one contract in his course and it's gonna pay for the entire course. And that one contract, Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, is probably going to call you back and say, I want another, I want another, I want another. Yeah, yeah, you build a relationship. That's that's what it's about. And that's what I teach in the course is how to build the relationships. I just gave you guys kind of like little secret sauce here. That's just part of piece of it. And it's just follow up, following through. You gotta have the vernacular when you're talking to these people. You know, you gotta, you gotta understand healthcare and a concept. It all goes back to contracts. Um, that's what every single clinician has. Whether you're doctor, nurse, they all have contracts. So this lodging is the same way in healthcare, just contracts. So um, yeah, that's that's it, man. I think the one thing that you probably didn't hit on and we kind of did touch base on is, you know, don't be scared of, um, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to get booked right away. And, and, and you might not, but you also can have like a booking that's going to last a long time. A lot of these clinicians will extend 
They don't just do 90 days. They'll stay for even longer. So like I have one clinician that's with me for a year now. So literally a year. And, you know, it's, a, it's her and her family. And they were only expected to be here for 90 days. And they've extended every single time. They're actually, they just reached out to me recently. And they said that they were going to uh, rent a place here. They're going to stay here now. So nice. Um, yeah, one property can cash flow you guys a pretty good amount, um, especially during slow season, especially if you're in a market that is um, regulated. Like this is the way, this is the exit strategy that people should have had years ago. And I think midterm rentals, you guys, I talk about this, Kyle, if we're looking about baseball, because I'm, I'm upset right now. I know you're a baseball fan, Kyle. We, in San Francisco, we just missed on. Uh, oh, you missed Judge. Judge, yeah. <laughs> so I was super pissed uh, about that. Yeah. In baseball terms, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Airbnb, I feel like we're like in the fifth inning, the fifth or sixth inning, right? It's been around for a while. There's not really a whole lot of things that can change. Like midterm rentals, you guys, like we're just walking the field. The umpires are mm -hmm. like not even on the field yet. The, wow. the grounds crews out chalking the lines. Like that's how early we are in the game. Imagine being in this space in 2007, but knowing how big Airbnb would get. This is exactly the, the future of yeah. midterm rentals, man. Like if you think about it, it's a different way of, of doing things. So that's such a good way to, to put it, man. I'm so excited for anyone that's listening to this. I think this is going to be one of the most listened to podcasts and most watched video podcasts that we've done in a long time. I think you're going to get a ton of people that are wanting to join your course and your mastermind. And what's great about that too, just so we can speak that for one second and then we'll, yeah, sure. we'll log off here. It's not just a course, right? Like you, your students are connecting with each other and sharing contracts. If, if I remember you saying that. Yeah, man. So we share, yeah, we share insurance contracts. So we'll share rehoming specialists, a relocation specialist. We share recruiters, all that information. If I have a place that's booked, I will post it on the internet and on my group, on my Facebook group. So we have people that are joining the class already just getting bookings just by joining, by getting in the network. And that's the most difficult part is getting in the network. Yeah. Um, so we share a lot of information. Information. I'm able to be accessible. I'm probably too accessible. I have a lot of people are like, dude, you need to stop doing that. So like everybody can call me or text me that's in my group. Like I'm available. I want to be able to help you as a resource. I truly believe in helping other people. And once you help other people, it'll come back to you. And we're seeing some really great results. And I'm super excited to be able to help people generate more income for their families, for themselves, and to leave the W-2 job and to build a life that they want to have. And that's something that's, that I feel is extremely valuable. And I'm glad to be able to be a catalyst to share this information to other people. Awesome. Jesse, where can people uh, find you on Instagram? What's your name on there? Yeah, it's uh, The Real Jesse Vasquez um, on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's Jesse Vasquez. You can just search Jesse Vasquez. I'm on there too. Those two platforms, you can check out a bunch of information that I have on either one of those. Hey, you're the man. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jesse, and helping our audience and conquer the world of midterm rentals. And we're going to go ahead and keep it here now with our six-figure formula group to get all their questions answered. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, once again, make sure to go check that out, fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF so that you can also have Q&A time with our podcast guests. Jesse, thanks for being here, man. Thanks, man. Guys, share this with other people that you care, like, and res this can resonate with. I appreciate you, Kyle, and everybody listening and watching. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, man. All right. I already said it a bunch of times, but fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach. And you can see everything that Jesse has to offer in his course, his mastermind. And you can hear a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching as well. So uh, that's going to do it here today for this powerful episode of the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we're usually helping you to conquer the world of Airbnb and short-term rentals. But today we were talking about midterm rentals. Keep on tuning in for unique strategies just like this one so that you can stay one step ahead of your competition. We'll see you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also, 
called The Fearless Investor and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals. 